0: This is Carl Polichuk, and you're listening to the SMB Community Podcast, produced by and for the Small Biz Thoughts community. We are dedicated to making every IT professional a successful IT professional. Hi, this is Carl. Welcome to another SMB Community Podcast. I'm Dick. I'm joined today by Ahim Thomas, who is Vice President of Backblaze, and they make B2 Cloud Storage and Computer Backup. Welcome, sir.
1: Hey, Carl, happy to be here. Thanks
0: for having me. So, why don't you give us a little on, bit on your background and you know, how you got to be here?
1: Well, as most people in storage infrastructure, I started out my career as a songwriter. Um, and that, <laughs> that naturally uh, led me into realizing, oh, I, uh, being a professional musician is, is quite, quite taxing. Um, so went to business school and actually started my career, uh, my, my real part of my career in uh, e-commerce. I was the director of e-commerce for Sears Holdings. Um, and from there, um, started a collaborative database advertising company uh, for the wine industry. So I was slinging booze, um, which is also a lot of fun. Um, But that got me really interested in uh, the mechanics of how businesses grow and how how they actually sustainably acquire customers, um, as well as working with small businesses. Because when you're kind of funding yourself and under your own steam, the dynamics of that are dramatically different than what you read about in kind of the New York Times and the venture-funded things of the world. And I I love it. I'm passionate about it. Um, and I found Backways, so then I'm getting more into infrastructure, and I found Backways, both as a company that has that story, um, five founders, uh, all still at their desks today, 13 years after founding the company. We've only ever taken three million bucks. I'd love to tell you more about all that. Um, so we are a, a startup and a small business ourselves that then cater to a variety of markets, but certainly similar types of SMBs. Um, and it's a lot of fun, and I love uh, love providing solutions for our customers.
0: Very cool. So the website is backblaze b l a z e dot com. Yes, thank you very much. Well, well, we'll put that in the show notes. So, um, what exactly do you do as vice president?
1: Uh, my primary primary responsibilities are running marketing for us, and marketing at Backblaze is it means being, uh, and I appreciate how this sounds a bit trite, but being in charge of our storytelling Um, because at Backblaze we don't do much in the way of paid advertising Um, and we are fundamentally self-funded. So when we do advertise, we expect it to actually pay off. The way we get our customers and the way we keep our customers is by by giving them actual solutions. I'm glad you're sitting down for that. It turns (laughs) out That if you give people actual insights and information, hey, you're a small business and you're thinking about how to set up your file server backup, here's actually you can do it, five choices. They're all complete solutions. Choose one and not, and you'll be great. Um, people tend to respond to that. And so that's, that's where my focus area is really why.
0: Very cool. So I got to say I'm a big fan of Daniel Pink and uh, A Whole New Mind and I'm all... I'm all about storytelling as a way to engage people and uh, audiences and in particular sales and marketing. So um, so what are the products? So are they, you mentioned SMB, but is it strictly for SMB or is it also for uh, enterprise and, and other companies? Yeah, let
1: me take a, so the answer is is in large part yes, with what, what we would consider an SMB focus. So there are two products. One is our computer backup product. Uh, and that is $5 a month, unlimited data backup of your laptops and desktops. Um, and we've been, we have we are 13 years old. That was our first product. Initially, we focused it on the consumer market. And similar to Amazon, Microsoft, Google, other, and others, as we gained scale in our consumer offering, uh, that actually funded and scaled that our infrastructure And then we saw demand for smbs Um, now of course if you're serving smbs and moving your way up within the enterprise space that they need different feature functionalities smbs have admin controls smbs are often serviced by what what i call msps you know managed service providers, resellers bars they all mean different things but fundamentally if i'm a business i may have an external person that's really helping me out with my infrastructure right um, so you need, you need features and functionality to, to help the people that are being hired to help people out. Um, and so that is our focus area for computer backup. Sure, we have some enterprise customers, but generally speaking, if you want to cater to the enterprise, the, the proper Fortune 100 enterprise, that's a different feature functionality set. And so you have to choose a path. I think you need to focus on your customer. Right. So we, we choose the SMB path and, you know, obviously if people like that, we're
0: happy to take them. A- and is the $5 a month, is that per device? Yes. Good, good clarification. Per device, unlimited. The, is the five, because, you know, when you said hey, unlimited, I'm like, whoa, well, I'll put a thousand machines on that. So. <laughs> exactly
1: so we are we are uh, we started out as unlimited and and part of our storytelling is you know the commitment to unlimited yes it is per device but our definition of a device includes any uh, attached drive um so your your laptop and all its external drives as long as they're attached all fall within your five
0: dollar a month license okay so it's it's the unlimited is whatever you can plug into that machine Yes.
1: And we have a lot of people challenge us on that. It's it's, it's amazing. We see, you know, our internal reports about, you know, this guy, I think our biggest uh, computer backup customer, I'm forgetting exactly what it was, but it was over 400 terabytes. And you're just wondering, like, the setup involved in that. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, we are losing so much money on that guy, but you're just like, I'm. I'm not. I can't even be angry with you right now. That's in, that's impressive.
0: <laughs> well, and how much of that is useless copies of useless copies? Well,
1: so, I mean, we're pretty sure all of it, but right. <laughs> but 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 it, but a deal's a deal, right?
0: Right. Exactly. Uh, so, yeah. but, but so I have a uh, jungle disk and and I have mapped drives, you know, so that my employees, no matter where I am and no matter where they are. The S drive is the S drive, the R drive is the R drive. Those are essentially unlimited size storage spaces up in a cloud. Um, I think I probably use about one terabyte uh, active storage. So that would that be covered? Because it's not actually connected to my device. It's, it's mapped, like I can see it on my laptop, but it's up in a cloud somewhere.
1: Yeah, if it's, if it's a networked drive, it is not covered in computer backup. Um, However, for customers that have the more nuanced use case like yourself, nuance is is a polite word for more advanced, right? I mean, it it takes some level of expertise to just get that set up and and orchestrated.
0: No, you got Um, a jungle disk and you go click, click. Are you done? (laughs)
1: Well... I'm very, very, happy, very happy for your stability on that. Uh, the,
0: um,
1: but that brings us to Backblaze's second product, which is B2 Cloud Storage, and that's just raw object storage. From a performance uh, and functionality perspective, it's it's the equivalent of Amazon's S3. Um, the biggest differences uh, with Backblaze is that our storage price is a quarter of the price of S3s. Um, our download price uh, is one ninth, so we charge one penny per gigabyte uh, for download, and and we, it's a much simpler pricing table because our table is one row. It is simply half a penny a gig per month for storage, one penny a gig uh, for downloads, and that's what it is. You do not need to build custom calculators to figure out your bill, uh, right? And so between those two offerings, what we, what we find is. The customers that come to us say, hey, well, that's quite a simple solution. I understand it. It is uh, reliable in that, you know, first of all, it works. And second of all, I can predict how much my bill is going to be every month. And when you come to metered storage, uh, other offerings, it's much more complicated. Um, And then, yes, it's affordable. It's a simple, reliable portal, which is, you know, code, this is the marketing person to me. I'm not supposed to say cheap, right? Because you, you don't <laughs> want a cheap surgeon. You don't want a cheap surgeon. But but look, at the end of the day, if it all works and it all gets me backed up and I can save some money, well, then, you know, then I'm interested in
0: it. So uh, with the, the B2, do you make any distinction between, you know, some some vendors have archive storage versus live storage? Do you make such a distinction?
1: no it's really funny so we're to just today we're onboarding a new designer and so as part of his orientation i was describing v2 and describing tiers of storage and and you know you're you're explaining this i mean he's worked in enterprise companies his entire career and i'm explaining this tiering and this newer cold storage concept the tier tier one two three storage is as old as storage right um, this idea of cold storage that other cloud providers uh, have introduced. You're like, oh, I, sorry, I wanted to use my data. You know, if, 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 if a file goes to cold storage and it cannot be accessed and it cannot be retrieved, does the file still exist? right? This be my <laughs> new code. Um, so Backblaze does not differentiate in our offerings. It's all, uh, all always on, always available, highly performant. Um, and our, our belief is, um, I think the, our industry, the cloud storage industry has taken a very valid infrastructure con- concept of tier one, two, three storage and bastardized it to introduce higher margin offerings. Um, that's what's really happening. That's about gross margins. It's not about customer use cases. So backwards, we're trying to keep it simple for everybody and to say, Here's the offering and at a price point where you can use it for archive, you can use it for tier two, um, the traditional notion of tier two. Now the traditional notion of tier one, there are very few people that I know of that have the bandwidth to do tier one cloud natively. Um, and, And so it's also being very, very upfront with our customers. Yes. Cloud is the future. You're you should shift your infrastructure to some notion of at least hybrid um, but you should also be pragmatic about the limitations of your office
0: bandwidth and connectivity. Right. So, you know, we, we always ask people here, you know, so the, the future's already here, right? William Gibbons, Gibson says, right. It's just not widely distributed. So the question is, how soon will we get to the 100% cloud environment with no storage on site?
1: I'm going to get drummed out of the core for this. Never,
0: <laughs> never. Uh, I-
1: Never. Um, I, I, you know. well, so, you know, that's
0: on the long tail of the predictions we've had. So
1: <laughs> well, hook up your guests to a polygraph. So here, here are the things I'm, I'm not supposed to do on this on this podcast today, and, and hopefully you'll get me invited back. So the cloud guy is not supposed to argue that, you know, cloud will, will somehow fall short of dominating the world. Um, we're definitely supposed to avoid political and regulatory environments. My PR team right now is just fainting. Um, however, the state of infrastructure in in the U.S., um, which is certainly in the U.S. and certainly a, a, any notion of developed country, I don't buy that we are that close to everybody having super reliable, effectively 5G bandwidth. And for cloud to be 100% penetrated on use cases, that must be true. Um, because if it's not, and you lose connectivity, your business shuts down. Um, so I think there will always be, and that's what I mean by hybrid cloud, you're always going to need some facility to have data and compute on-prem. Um, because if it's not on-site, on, on site, that means you have to have reliability
0: connectivity, and I don't
1: buy it. Um, All right.
0: Well, so as long as we veered off the main path <laughs> within the last week, Microsoft announced that they, you can now, you know, get the SKU and do your windows in the cloud with no hardware. You can use a laptop. You can use a, a $200 Google Chromebook, whatever, to access your desktop. Are you saying that's not ready for primetime?
1: If you're asking me a hundred percent adoption, absolutely not. Now I'll come back to my inflammatory statement, but what a world we live in where there is like cloud. I don't even know how to describe it, but cloud delivered windows, which, you know, my, my DOS self would never have been so enamored <laughs> by, by windows. But you're like, gosh, that is really cool and awesome. Um, and it's something that I'm, I, I'm looking at. I'm a, I'm a Mac guy these days. And, for having a variety of solutions, but I kind of just want to do it just to do but it. you
0: exactly. can, Yeah, I mean, that's the whole point. You can use your Mac to get to your Windows desktop, but the thing is, I think your, your point is, it works great in the Bay Area, maybe not yep. so much in the middle of Wyoming. Right,
1: absolutely, and and, and, and by the way, and, and even folks in, so I, I live in San Francisco, our office is in San Mateo, um, come by, we'll open offer to your listeners, uh, anybody that wants to visit, we have very strong coffee here. Um, but just the other day in San Francisco for a couple of hours, there was a data outage uh, on two of the major cell phone carriers. Still not totally clear what happened, but, you know, hipsters were drinking their macchiatos, not knowing what else to do with their days. And, and if that's going to happen in, in arguably the most tech-focused city in the nation, yeah, I mean, Montana, Kansas, Minneapolis, these are places where serious people are doing serious things, I don't buy that their bandwidth is ever gonna be at the level that they produce at, reliably.
0: Right, all right, well, we shall see. I'm gonna say I'm a little closer to five years than eternity, but you know. Oh, no, so you think you think we have self-driving cars in five years? For oh, what? I think we have self-driving cars today. We, they're, again, they're just not widely distributed. So uh, I actually have an ongoing bet with my daughter uh, five years, we bet there would be uh, self, you know, automatic cars, self-driving cars uh, would be all over the place. We now have 18 months left on that bet. So, uh, you know, <laughs> we'll see. I might, I might get a beer out of that. So, <laughs> so tell me from a very practical perspective, uh, if I'm an MSP, what exactly am I buying from you and what exactly am I selling to my clients? Am I selling backup storage or am I selling primary storage? You know, what What exactly do I sell? Uh, and is the $5 a month end user pricing or my pricing?
1: Good questions. So let me uh, veer into the semantic, you know, for a second, which is um, if I'm thinking about primary storage, I'm thinking about the, the data I'm actively working on. Um, and so if that is the definition, you are not looking to Backways for your primary storage. You are looking at it as secondary expansion storage, backup and archive. Um, The $5 a month is great backup and archive for for everybody's laptops and desktops, administrative controls with varying access privileges, SSO and all that good stuff. If you're an MSP, um, the best, we have two options. Um, They both end up in the same spot which is our, our partner program on computer backup, is we, we pay 10% of all computer backup sales forever. So when your customer renews, you, you get your 10% off that renewal. Now we can do it as a renewal check, we can do it as a discount, whatever you
0: want on, on that end. Um, on, go ahead. Right, I was just going to say, and who dings the credit card, you or me? Um, however you want to set it up. So
1: our system needs a credit card. We, we have we have customers that are on invoicing as well. Generally speaking, our MSPs either depends on the relationship with their customer. It, either they have their customer's card down and they're getting their points from us, or they put their uh, card down. Um, and often what happens, I'd say the majority of time, they put their card down, they get their points from us, and then they are passing on margin on top of that to, our, um, to their customer because what happens is um, they, they look at the alternatives out in the market for companies that do what we do, and they're, they don't, they're not $5 a month. They're $10, $12 a month. And so selling rock-solid, reliable backup at even, say, $8 a month is a great price for, for their customer.
0: Well, so my preference is always to bundle everything. So, you know, client gets click, 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 you know, antivirus spam filtering, you know, storage, email, da, 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 and backup. Um, And it's whatever, 300 bucks a month. So for me, it's a matter of which is the solution I bundle into as the backup piece of that bundle.
1: That's right. And and, and, and that's, I I think... That also speaks if you're very customer-focused. That's why one of the primary reasons the customer wants you. They, the customer wants you to please deal with it, right? right. I mean, at the end of the day, that's what you're supposed to do. So, okay, great. Here's your bundle, pay me for it. So, with, with an affordable solution that, again, it starts with being simple and rock solid. And after 13 years and nearly an exabyte of data under management, um, we are rock solid. Um, then you can start saying, hey, you know, my margin get, looks good here. On the cloud storage side with B2, that's a very similar story, you know, at one-fourth of what S3 is. Um, so let, let's use round numbers instead of half a penny. So with Backlays, uh, a terabyte, uh, storing a terabyte of data is $5 a month. Well, the customer is used to paying $20 or $25 a month for that, that very same storage. There's a lot of room in there and what most of our MSPs are doing is they're offering value-added services and management and all that good stuff and so then they can bring, you know, if they were asked to line item up, they bring cloud storage up to 10, 15 bucks a terabyte a month and the is thrilled because it's a better deal than they can get on their own and they don't have to deal with it.
0: Right. Well, you know, I don't know if you've read any of my stuff, so I'm a big fan of what I call the cloud five pack and that includes... Mm-hmm. 250 gigs of storage for up to, you know, five users. Uh, if you have 10 users, then it goes to 500 gigs and so forth and so on. So they would literally never be able to buy enough storage, right? They, they would never need that much storage, even if they had copies of copies of copies of unused stuff. So, right. Uh, yeah. So, and you know, the, the only thing that worries me, I don't know if it worries you is that, the cost of, of storage is literally driving towards zero. So, how do you stay in business?
1: Yeah, so um, there there are a couple couple things in there. Let, let's talk about the cost of storage. Um, people believe the cost of storage is driving to zero, but one of the one of the biggest things about Backblaze and what differentiates us is again, I understand that everybody claims to be transparent, um, but we are transparent. What do I mean by that? Well, let's talk about our business model a moment. One thing we're known for is we publish um, the hard drive failure rates of every hard drive in our farm uh, every quarter. So we're the largest source, and we publish that on our blog for anybody to use. We're the largest source of performance data on hard drives on the planet. Um, In addition, we, and we just refreshed it, we've published um, our cost per gigabyte stored. And um, I'm 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 blanking on it. I think it's Cracker's law. If I'm remembering correctly, is the um, um, is the equivalent of Moore's law, which is basically saying it's it's cost storage is heading to zero. Just like Moore's law, it's empirically not true. If you look at the co- if you if you look at the cost per gigabyte over time, there is a floor to it, um, and every time it hits the floor, it bounces right back up. Now, if you're a little cynical, you think about there are only really two drive manufacturers left on the planet. And if you overlay their release dates of new models and increased density, it ends up being really close to every time we hit that floor. But over the last 13 years, we've seen it time and time again. Um, so, um, the, what, but, but, but costs are falling and how does Backway stay in business? Um, we've actually another, another reason why people choose us and and certainly MSPs is you're thinking to yourself, okay, well, really what's happening if I'm an MSP, I'm putting my name, the MSP's name on the solution. That's who the customer is buying. So you got to know your vendors are rock solid behind you. Well, at Backblaze, what you know is we've published our cogs on our blog, um, and we make a 50, five, zero percent gross margin. Um, we've published that in 13 years we've taken in $3 million of investor capital. We've open sourced our storage infrastructure so you can see exactly what's going on. And we've been around for 13 years and have almost an exabyte of data spread out among customers in 160 countries. So, so unless we are proactively lying about something and <laughs> frankly, that just seems like a lot of work, we have a sustainable business. now people will debate, hey, 50% gross margin. You know, that's not, that's not tech. That's not SaaS. Don't really care. It's a great business. And exactly. <laughs> when, when your employees are the shareholders, um, we get to decide. And it's one of my favorite parts about Backways. And I said it, I resonate kind of with the SMB lifestyle. We get to decide what we're going to do next year um you know obviously we all like our paychecks so we'd like we'd like to have those next year and we make decisions but but our growth rates um are driven by what we think we can do not what some uh what an investor who needs to exit within three years
0: needs us to do right so uh you mentioned other countries uh if because we get always people asking hey my data has to stay in canada my data has to stay in new zealand or whatever uh, do you have all of that set up so that people in other countries can pick where their storage goes? Um, not
1: all of that. Uh, um, we recently this year a big step for us. We opened our first data center in Amsterdam, in Europe, in Amsterdam. Um, in doing that, we introduced what we call the EU Central Region, using air quotes because what
0: else you're going to call? Because it? of Brexit. <laughs> yeah.
1: Yeah, I mean, I mean, it's absolutely amazing, right? When you look at over history, we're like, well, why don't we call it the Amsterdam region? You're like, well, because we plan to be around for a long time, and these days, those those names can change, Um, and even EU Central, like, oh no, Um, but we went with EU Central. Um, the, you know, millennium ago would have been, you know, Athens West or something. Um, so, so we set up new central, we have us West. So you can control if you want your data in, in either the U S or in the U, but today those are our regions. Um, and we, we are act- actively looking at, uh, expansion. And candidly, it, you know, there's a certain amount of we have to just keep up with our growth, but strategically where we introduce the next region, we're, we're not that sure yet.
0: All righty, and uh, from a very MSP perspective, my clients probably would never know that you existed, uh, but I need to know, uh, what does my console look like? Do I see my clients each separately or do I have to log in completely differently for each client and, and only look at that one client's uh, storage?
1: Yeah, that's a great question. So the, the direct answer to your, to your question is very good news. You log in once. Um, what we do, uh, our management idea, we call it groups. And so one or many administrators can manage one or many groups. Each group can, t- can have different privileges and different accounts in it. So what most MSPs will do is they will set up one or two groups per customer. Maybe one group is I have full access to the data. I can go in and restore files myself. And then there is an unmanaged group within that customer, HR, legal, whatever. Um, and then they just have all of their groups. Um, you know, in in uh, in the fourth quarter this year and the early part of next year, there's a number of reporting options um, that we think is going to make our MSP lives MSPs lives even easier. And so want to be clear we are not done developing that product but it is you know ready for prime time and end use
0: very cool so now since we have two minutes left let me ask the question that you were probably dreading at the first minute which is where are you with ransomware and protecting all of this data so that my clients aren't on the six o'clock news
1: oh that that's the that's the tough question that's a good one um <laughs> So here's our approach to ransomware. You know, backup, I think, is the first step into into being able to make the best out of a bad day. Um, And so getting your backups off-site, getting them secure and reliably and quickly retrievable. And let's talk for a moment about quickly retrievable. On our computer backup side, we're the uh, only industry player left that will um, encrypt a hard drive inside of our data center with your data and FedEx it to you anywhere in the world for a rapid, you know, full or large restore. And then if you send the, res- the hard drive back to us, we refund all all your costs. Um, so we make sure you can get your data back, which is the first step. Um, we get you fully backed up, which is the next step. Um, on our thirty uh, on our computer backup uh, product. We, it comes with 30 days of versions, so um, deleted files, change files, which is, again, if you can roll back to when, um, when the ransomware hit, you restore it from right before there.
0: Um, is that on the B2 cloud, or is that on the the, the that, that, or both? That is on the
1: computer backup side. Um, on the B2 cloud, you can set up your lifecycle rules to, to achieve the same thing. Uh, be, you know, that lifecycle rules rules, what you, let you set it up for, for version intervals of your definition and clean up jobs or not. Uh, on the computer backup side, 30 days comes with your $5 a month, uh, of subscription. And we just introduced the ability to extend that, that default version history from 30 days to one year, um, or from 30 days to forever. Never ever lose a uh, a version of this file, which is not the the use case I need. Um, for me, I feel great about having one year of version history. Um, <laughs> but in fairness, with with ransomware, you know, particularly if you're getting targeted, um, um, you know, some of them are, are they're, they're increasingly intelligent enough to wait for the month to roll over in case you have that kind of protocol in place.
0: Right. Well, plus you have. FINRA and all kinds of other compliance issues that you got to deal with. So very cool. Uh, sadly, we're out of time, but thank you for being here. Aheem Thomas, uh, vice president of Backblaze, and we'll send folks to your site and your blog and you got Twitter and all kinds of ways to connect. So we'll put all that in the show notes. Thank you, sir. Awesome.
1: Thank you, Carl. Pleasure to be here.